welcome back, Clinnies. Episode hey, hey, one, hey, hey. season two. Episode one. We got a lot of Oh shit, dude, season two. We are Ooh. on fire, ready to go for season two. Have a lot of cool guests coming up. I just I'm excited for the new content. Uh, you know what? I'm excited to tell the Clinnies about. And you know what? Maybe 2025. We'll think it's so adorable how cute our following was, <laughs> but who has over 500 Ooh, followers on TikTok? Yes. Us. Oh, all thanks to your so funny video that you posted oh about mental health. Who knew? Who knew that thing would blow up? Bro, I don't even. Holy shit, 592. No way. Oh my God, that went like. No. <laughs> I thought it was like 501 yeah. the other day. We just gained 100 <laughs> followers overnight. No big deal. NBD. Oh, hell yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that fucking video. Hold on, I'm accidentally playing it. That one video, it has two. Oh, where is it at? It has 2.1 million views My. and 28, almost 29,000 likes. Jesus. Dude, that is insane. <laughs> It's insane how many people saw my face. Everybody <laughs> loved it. It was such a relatable you know topic. What? I will always be so grateful that I accidentally kept the comments off oh, of that Oh my video. gosh. Can you imagine? <laughs> I've seen so many people use voiceovers of your voice doing that video. Oh, I laughed so hard. That's so funny. Oh my gosh. That's like, fantastic. Stitchy. I love it. All right. Anyway, hot topics. Ooh. Ooh. We're ready. I'm ready for it. Let's hear it. I'm ready. So it's all, oh gosh, I guess like the first couple I want to talk about is like movies okay. because we got to get into Let's it. Let's get into it. It's all over my TikTok, which is why I told you about it to watch mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. But I watched it with my sister, Saltburn. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, I really did try. Okay. Let, let's get no, into I'll, it. That's what I want to talk okay. about. Yeah. Okay. First of all, how many TikTok reactions did you see before you tried to watch the movie? Um, or did you see I've seen a lot of people like filming their reaction to the movie. And I'm like, I just don't know if oh, it would okay. be that cringy, right? Like I have to – what is right. it even about? And then you wanted me to watch yeah. it. So I did want you to watch it because yeah. I wanted to talk about it. Um, but I th- – Okay, I saw so many videos of people being like, oh my God, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so – and the vibe I guess I was getting I, – I think I went into it with the expectation of like wild sex maybe. I wasn't okay. – I thought I – the vibe that I got was like that it was a very sexual movie mm-hmm. and that it must be just somewhat unhinged sexually uh-huh. is I guess the expectation that I have. Literally the only expectation because beyond Jacob Elordi having an eyebrow ring, I knew nothing else about that yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the book talk ladies yeah. were resp- like reacting uh. to it like, oh, if I could read a spicy book, I can watch this. And I'm like, okay. Right. So please tell me, how far did you get? Okay. I got to the scene <laughs> after um, – so I the f- whole first half of the movie, let me just say this. I did not okay, get wait, yeah. what was happening. I'm like, I don't get – okay, this salt burn is a place. <laughs> I What is his issue what, with the main character? And then like he's doing random sexual acts with each individual the last one that i saw was the cousin and i'm like i just can't this it was a do not finish for me i was like i don't understand is that where that's where i stopped 
Okay, you got farther than I think I ex- that I thought maybe you did. Whenever you were like, I couldn't handle yeah. it. I was like, oh shoot, where did you stop? That's not where I thought you would have stopped. Let me just say that my cringiness for that movie started nearly immediately only <laughs> because I have such like a weird aversion in movies to like any type of voyeurism. Okay. I feel so immediately like not just uncomfortable, but there's a stress level that I get of like, oh my God, he's going to get caught. Mm. And that was right away with that dude. He was always just stayed staring at Jacob Alerti's character. Oh, and then, so I was just uncomfy with little Mm -hmm. dude, which I can't remember his name in the movie. Um, which he was in another like Marvel Disney movie is how I remember him. I've never seen but, him before. Uh, and when I Oh yeah, he was in that one that weird Marvel movie, Eternals, where there's like a, that grip of people that are like gods or whatever. Oh. Angelina Jolie, she's a superhero in a movie. Did you see that? No, Marvel I'm going to have to go watch that now. Oh yeah. He his character in that movie, I really liked him as an actor mm-hmm. in that movie and he is like weirdly so sexy. Um and all the men are really mad cuz he's short, mm-hmm. but he's a short king, so who cares. Uh but anyways, the worst part in that entire movie for me, shit, I don't even think you got there. Probably not. Is uh when did you see where they went to uh, his parents' house. It was like his birthday, and Jacob Elordi's character was like taken for a war- road trip. Oh no. my god! So you know, in the beginning, or like when they're still at Oxford. Uh-huh. Spoiler alert to everybody watch listening. I guess uh, that um, he tell he like goes to the guy and is like crying. Yeah, his dad died. I think. Yeah. Nope. No, he's like some boring middle class dude. His parents are not substance users, don't have mental health problems. Both of them are alive. And honestly, upper middle class when they showed his house, like Jacob Alerty like shows up or like takes him, Uh like forces him to go. And he's all like, no, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And right away you get a feeling like you're hiding something. Yeah. And then nah, his parents are just hella normal. Oh my and God. he just full lied. So that's like the first little part of it you get where you're like, oh shit, he's just a full liar. The rest of it, I'm not, I, it, it's just all the rest yeah. of it was just wild. But the mental health uh, of my, that guy ugh. is just. That guy, honestly, narcissism, I guess. Like, what? What would you even diagnose him as? Like, I don't even. Who knows? Just the manipulation at its finest. Like, it was so high. I was like, oh. He's manipulating that character. Well, he was just like a pathological liar. Yeah. And what is very interesting is that, um, I mean, I think you said you looked it up and like found out the rest, right? So you like, yeah. So obviously, I don't know. It's just so strange to me. Clearly, he was somewhat obsessed with that dude and just did whatever it took to like be around Jacob Elordi's character. And then once he was at that, house and then like saw how they live their lives that it was like he wanted to be Jacob Elordi so I'm not really for sure I I saw I I questioned the scene where he was like um where the character Oliver was in the library thank you and he was talking to that other nerdy looking dude and other nerdy looking dude was like he won't st- – he, like, he won't keep being your friend. I'm like, I, oh, yeah. what is that about? Does Jacob Elordi's character yeah. just go after these nerdy-looking dudes to befriend them just to make them feel 
important, included. I don't know. Yeah, and then so he took that on and oh, he's like, bet. oh, no, I'm going to stay bet. interesting to this dude. Yeah, <laughs> that it, the whole thing was just really wild. I The vampire scene, I could barely stomach, yes. to be totally honest. Oh, my gosh, honest. I closed my eyes. <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah. That was a lot for me. Uh, whenever it was just him alone being all vampire, as he should – but whenever he went and like did his thing, no, I, no, when she, I couldn't. I, just, I, I was like, this is just taking a turn. This is taking a turn. Me and my sister were like, what the fuck? Like it was just. And then you reflect back on the reactions you saw on TikTok and it just, none of those people reacted like we did. So nobody, I was unprepared. Yeah. My gosh. Uh, But I have seen a lot of reactions that I think are really funny because it's like, um, if you watch that movie and you thought like, oh, it wasn't like that crazy, um, like – What's it like? Or how's your therapy going? Oh, yeah. Or the other ones that were like, if you watch that movie and you were so uncomfortable and you just thought that that movie was wildly unhinged, what's it like to have a good relationship with your parents? Like, it was- <laughs> oh my gosh, the comparisons. That's crazy. So, which I was just like, whatever. But oh, yeah, that – what I thought was really interesting because I've seen so many different things mm-hmm. is that the actor playing Oliver, the graveyard scene, which I'm sure you've I seen saw or not seen but I've heard on about. I saw TikTok, yeah. That apparently, according to interviews, was – he asked for a close set because I – like as an actor and I'm not an actor. I've never been one. So like the, the whole mm-hmm. methodology and like artistry that they have with that is interesting mm-hmm. to me. But I know nothing really about it. Um but he was talking about the character like in third person. Now they do like, I just really wanted to see how far I could take Oliver and what he would do. Like they're uh, this existing person. Um, non-scripted. That's what I saw. The whole, yeah. Huh. So imagine being like a camera person. And you're like, what and, is like, unfolding looking around, like, b- before me? What? <laughs> <laughs> whoa that's wild uh so yeah so anyway that movie was interesting to say the least talk about becoming (laughs) a character like he really became the character yeah his his interview that i saw where he talks about like where he could take the character and he was talking about like i was just thinking like if you were so obsessed with someone i'm butchering what he Mm -hmm. said but it was like if you were where would your obsession take you and that him using that word made me think that that's exactly what that character was he was like obsessed with jacob all or jacob what is it jacob lordy his character and just all of it Mm -hmm. like his obsession was wild Oh, talk about becoming your character. Yeah, the other trending topic we got. Oh, God. Which one? Well, well, the other – do you want to talk about the other movie or do you want to talk about the big thing? Because we did go in that movie for a long Let's time. Let's talk about the big thing. Let's go right into it. <sighs> Gypsy Rose. Our topic today. Oh, my God. Uh, I have so many conflicting thoughts I can't even – Hit me with one of them. Well, okay. actually, first, for anyone who doesn't really know, who is Gypsy Rose? Gypsy Rose just got released from prison in December 2023. Mm-hmm. She is mm-hmm. um, a victim, quote unquote, mm-hmm. victim of Munchausen's. Definitely a victim. Yeah. Of Munchausen's a victim. by proxy because her mother 
totally believed she was sick, believed in her own facade, got a lot of attention from making her ill and basically just brought her daughter along for the ride. And her Mm. daughter for the longest time thought she was sick herself and the family Mm. was just not aware of it. Well, ultimately, Gypsy got some thoughts about getting free, right? And Mm -hmm. set up and manipulated Mm -hmm. the whole, well, not manipulated, but set up trying to escape her mom. And it resulted in her mom's murder. So. Yeah, I mean, it didn't result. That was, from everything that I read, it was an absolute plan. I mean, she she met that. So it is interesting when you look a little bit, because, you know, obviously you got to look at what the court transcripts say. You look at evidence. Mm -hmm. You look at the things. You'll never really know. But the vibe, at least I got, was that, well, one thing I think is interesting is that it looks like, although I don't know what her private and her actual education is, her public education seems to end about second grade. Yes. And obviously she was being severely abused, whatever type of form that really looked like she was being severely abused by her mom. So the mental capacity and learning ability of Gypsy as a person was limited. It seemed, yeah, limited to say the least. Yeah. Um, I, there's a lot that you find out that you can look up about the mom, Dee Dee. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, she poisoned her stepmom. I mean, there's like a whole other that lady's a whole other story on what that was. Dee Dee's biological um, mom was actually treats treated Dee Dee the same way. Oh, and see, it's just yeah, it's just generational, kind of getting passed down. It is what you yeah, know. Tra- trauma. Yeah, so very interesting. But it looks as though somehow she started to figure uh, – Gypsy started to figure out that she could walk and that she wasn't mm-hmm. allergic to sugar and like maybe my mom's making all this shit up kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So somehow she got a laptop. Then also got social media as her independence started to like grow mm-hmm. secretly somehow. So like the limits on – to me, I question a lot on really like how limited she was by mom. That is she was exactly able to have, what I feel. Yeah, she was able to have a laptop, get social media, mm-hmm. and then she had a cell meet phone. that dude. Yeah, so like I got a lot of – I mean whatever. I'm not an attorney. She done did her time. Yeah. She, you know – did the time she was supposed to. But um, the boyfriend, the the social media boyfriend that she got, who she let in the house and provided with the knife and the duct tape and all that stuff, she, she yeah. got life without parole. She so, – so if you watch the prison confessions of Gypsy Rose, she Didn't see details it. in there that um, she kind of like manipulated the conversation with him. Clearly. About like, so would you do anything to keep me safe? Would you do anything for me? And he yeah. was like, yeah, I'll do anything. Um, and it came up in conversation that it would be even taking her mom's life. And Jesus. so she stole money from her mom's safe, sent him in the mail a money for a bus ticket. <laughs> so, I mean, like, you're right. Like, the limitations, she stole money from the safe to buy a cell phone from Walmart. Like, they're not really entirely limiting. Yeah, you, got a lot of, I mean, immediately a lot of questions. Yeah. But, yeah, it, uh, that's not really, it's not really what we're doing to, like, question that whole thing. Right. 
What I've seen, though, since she's been out is the reactions. Because at first, I noticed a reaction I thought was kind of wild, mm-hmm. which was like, yeah, girly pop, slay. Oh, we're, yes. You know? And then all of a sudden, it was like she was uh, like, and all I could think was like, shit, is she about to be like an influencer? What the and fuck? And suddenly, boom. And all these people... Yeah, we're like, yes, queen, on her first selfie. Yeah. And it was like, this is wild. Because I, I can get the confl- like the conflicting thoughts uh-huh. of like this was someone who was severely abused yeah. and then, um, you know, traumatized as a young child. Their reaction and how, you know, they chose and figured out what was the, sa- the way to save themselves. Mm-hmm. Not really here to judge that because a what is it a, a a panel of her peers yeah. judged her a long time ago and sent her to jail mm-hmm. but the reaction on social That's media was wild. now is the almost reaction to the reaction mm-hmm. and now we're getting like the are you guys fucking crazy kind of thing mm-hmm. on everywhere of like this is a person who said she manipulated him and said all these things and that she learned from the best liar in the yeah. world. So like, why are we You shocked? guys are just believing this? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That's it's a lot. One thing I think is interesting. Have you ever heard of the Menendez brothers? Yes. And then I, I see the stitches on TikTok. Like, why are we not freeing yes, them? Thank you. And I'm like, well, tough call because it's not like we freed her. Yeah. But yeah, I same same kind of concept. Mm-hmm. I think is, but they did it themselves. Had they found internet boyfriends and got them to do the murder. Might have had a different result. Yeah. But it is interesting. Um, you know, it, there are definitely two very, they're very two somewhat parallel Mm -hmm. stories for sure. I imagine Uh, that's going to get a lot more attention in the weeks to come because this topic right now is just hot. Well, and then she's being followed around. I think it's hilarious because we're not the not this part is hilarious, but the the murder itself happened in Greene County, Missouri. So I happen to know a little bit about that area, uh-huh. and so to me, it's wild because I'll see I saw like photos and stuff of her going to the mall, uh-huh. and like I've been to that mall so <laughs> many times. It's just so weird. It's so weird because she's in Springfield, Missouri, uh-huh. which is like the third biggest city in Springfield. There's basically St. Louis, which is huge. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's Kansas City and then Springfield. There's three cities in the whole state of Missouri. Wow. And it's those three basically. You're like, I know everybody. So it is just so crazy <laughs> um, that the whole thing is going. It is just Did so you know? But anyway. Did um, you know like this family? Oh. No, God, no. Springfield's okay, huge. Okay. It's not like a when I said third biggest town. city. Yeah. No, I mean I, there's those towns, um, but no, Springfield itself is huge, and Green County's big. Mm-hmm. That's where the uh, where Springfield is in that county. I just think it's crazy because she's going to that like mall, and I was like the mall that I went to when I was in high school and yeah. in college. So it's just like wild to me that it's like there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember hearing a bunch about that story, like when it happened. Uh-huh. Um, That's... but uh, anyway, let's get into, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. have a lot of it for you. <sighs> I have a lot of information. Okay. <laughs> Munchausen. So, which is, of course. Facetious disorder. Is that how you fucking say it? That's how I say it. I don't know if it's the... Because if you think I wasn't saying factitious... Oh, no. I say what is facetious it? disorder. Oh, my God. In my mind, I say factitious disorder. I need to know. Uh, 
Well, have you ever had a person say it to you? I is have. It, it's they, they pronounce it facetious disorder because when you're facetious, you're like not that, really then, telling the truth. Well, obviously. Yeah. But then in my mind, the way that I was pronouncing it, factitious. I mean, that would also, also make sense. You're, fu- you're fudging facts. Exactly. Oh, my God. We have... We have to know. We have to figure that out before the end of the pod. Dude, this is like when I, after I read Twilight and then I saw the movie and found out the dad's name is Carlisle. Um, like, that's not how I was pronouncing what, it in my brain. What was it? Carlisle? <laughs> Carlisle? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. My that's God. hilarious. If it's fat- facetious, I'm going to feel so stupid. How to pronounce <laughs> factitious disorder. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I think I have. Hold on. I'm going to listen. I don't think you're going to be able to hear it. Bitch, it's factitious disorder. I it's feel so factitious? smart. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. That's weird. Yeah. So, um. So it is, uh, what is that thing called? Uh, the phonetics. It's like fact-ti-shus. Okay. So <laughs> well, I think that I feel, God, I feel way, you were about to have me over oh my here. gosh. Doubting the fact that I even had a bachelor's degree, let alone a master's. I was about to feel so stupid. Uh <laughs> But good luck trying to retrain your brain to say it the other way because that's so horrible. Um, but anyway, factitious disorder imposed on self mm-hmm. is what it's now called. Munchau- or I don't know officially how long it was called Munchausen's by proxy. Mm. Um, but there's two types of factitious disorders. There's one imposed on self. Mm-hmm. And then like the big one, FDIA factitious disorder imposed on another Mm -hmm. so she's obviously dd had fdia i looked into it heavy often it's the mom Mm. um which what an interesting like fact it's usually the maternal it's usually well it's usually a parent mostly mothers Mm. but can also be you know the adult child of an elderly parent Okay. So then it's like role reversal gets very interesting. Um, it's really – it's wild. Sometimes um, it's – they appear to be very intelligent because they have a lot of healthcare knowledge because mm. it's all these, you know, disorders and they're trying to m- make someone believe that there's a medical issue and medical problems. Mm-hmm. At least from what I can find, they know that they're lying. It's not like um, – a hypochondriac oh. where you believe you're sick, you know that they're not sick. And you and know you the benefits lying. of getting this stuff because you're lying. Yeah. So <sighs> the, it's a lot. Um, it, I found one statistic that said about a thousand of the 2.5 million cases of child abuse reported annually are related are related to FDIA. So that's an extremely low number. Oh my right gosh. away. That's super low. Uh, does that mean that there's people untrained to be able to properly identify yeah. FDIA? Or it's undi- sure. or undiagnosed, they think it's something else. Yeah, I mean, potentially. Cause like obviously she this story right away, Gypsy Rose, 
she's not a statistic of one of those thousands. We talk about it now, mm-hmm. but she was never identified that way. Someone uh, even called CPS minor, on her when she was like 14 or 15 oh, sure. and nothing came mm-hmm. of oh, it because mom knows what she was doing. Well, there's that. And pff, I'm not going to, uh, never mind. I'm not going to call out any other, I'm not going to call out any other states. Never mind. Um, so more things that I found though, uh, is that um, 50% of the victims are under 24 months old. No freaking 50% way. 50% of these cases huh. are two and under. So that would make sense. To me, that has a huge implication to postpartum. Oh. Because so much of this is about gaining attention. And th- what happens when you're pregnant? You get, you get attention. so much attention for being pregnant. You get a new Well, first, let's let's start. Um, let's start right away. You know, you let's do the typical kind of stereotypical thing: mm-hmm. planning the wedding, all the attention, oh. getting married, all of the attention. Mm-hmm. Let's say you Baby get pregnant shower. right away. Baby shower, mm-hmm. gender reveal. Pre- like having the baby birth, even the first couple months, mm-hmm. you know, still a lot of attention. People are coming by, want to talk about, but then all of a sudden, you, maybe the mom notices that people are starting to change. People and aren't they're coming around anymore. On the, how's the baby? Well, and then it's just, how's the baby? Mm-hmm. Not really, how are you, but how's the baby? Because what happens when you are a mother to a child with severe diseases? Mm-hmm. You get angelic praise you do so much i can't believe you have to go through this like you're so amazing take care of your child like that type Mm -hmm. of attention so i think that there is a huge implication to potentially postpartum and just like coming out and trying to that's just my own like kind of surmise um 75 percent which also does include that 50%. So 75% are under six years old. Okay. So 75% yeah. of all of these like FDIA cases, six and under. Maybe because that's which, the only time that they can start tracking it is because by by that time, that kid has probably gone to the doctor. How many times? Well, yeah, that's true. Well, and then also because like that, I don't, I can't remember what that lady was doing to Gypsy Rose to like, she was giving her some type of medicine or something that like made her not walk, right? No, 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 no. So she, so it started off with her um, uh, having seizures. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. Um, no, I mean like later in life because they thought she was in like a wheelchair. Yeah, they but they didn't. She thought she made her stay in the wheelchair. Um, and there was no formal diagnosis for her being in the wheelchair. The reason she ended up in the wheelchair was because she fell off of a trampoline, got a scrape on her mm. knee, and her mom put a leg boot on her <laughs> leg and put her in the wheelchair. And then um, the mom was, like, giving her certain medication, but she was always able to walk. But she made the world believe that she was not able to walk. Oh, God. See, I thought I read something that talked about, like – um whenever Gypsy Rose like suddenly started to figure out she could walk because I thought it was about like medication like that was not paralyzing her but it was like somewhat 
somewhat paralyzing her, I guess. But that's what I thought I had read a while ago. But in her, so she didn't mention this. it in her confessions. She mentioned that like the mom progressively did different things. So all she had. Mm, oh, I so bet it she went did. from seizures to her mom putting Oragel on her in her mouth to make her drool <gasps> and telling the doctors that she needed to get her salivary glands removed. She did lost all her oh teeth God. because of it because. Once you get rid of your salivary glands, you lose your teeth um, because there's nothing protecting your teeth anymore. So all her teeth started falling out. That's a lot to out. hear right now. Yeah. <laughs> and then her mom- this is a lot. Her mom was like giving her a bunch of sugar and telling the doctor that something's wrong with her sugar. She had a feeding oh tube God. put into her body because her mom was like restricting her food access and making oh her really God. thin. Then her mom made her addicted to pain medication. So she was stealing her mom's pain oh, medication. She shit, became a raging yeah. addict during the time of the murder. She had she was really. I mean, makes sense. But the oh, and she was under drugs. Oh, damn. Yeah, all of that. Yeah, that is the storm. Like trauma rage. and opiates. Great. Yeah. Um. She even God. continued so, her drug addiction in prison until finally she had oh, to get help. And I'm like, dude, makes yeah. sense. Like, you were addicted before you left. Yeah. That's wild. Damn. So there is a very specific uh, diet. So it's interesting. Fictitious dis- or FDIA is in the DSM. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a diagnostic criteria, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I got it. It's a ACE, uh, psychological and physical signs and symptoms or induction lesion or disease on another feigned in association with identified fraud. Mm. So like mm-hmm. a fake issue, basically. Individual presents the other as ill, impaired, or injured. Fraudulent behavior is evident even with absence of a uh, obvious external rewards. So even when there's not like a lot of reasons and things that you could say is like why you're doing mm-hmm. this. Uh, individual's behavior is no longer well explained by a disorder such as delirium or other psychotic condition, which I think is a huge thing because oh, yeah. a lot of people I think might say that like, oh, well, she believes she's sick. And then it, that has to be a diagnosis of like, no, it's apparent that she is lying mm-hmm. and knows that the kid's not sick. Um, I just think it's wild because – the the benefit that gypsy rose's mom got was like Mm. she got a house built for habitat for humanity so what ended Mm. up happening that really flood flooded her into like oh this is real people were starting to catch on like doctors the Mm. one that called cps and everything like that was starting to catch on because they found different birth certificates that she kept filing (gasps) with different ages and so that's how people started to get alerted. Well, her house got flooded and destroyed with Hurricane Katrina. So she didn't have her medical records anymore. Mm. And then oh, yeah, yeah, used yeah. her being in, in a wheelchair to get her flown to a certain location. And then her ha- Habitat for Humanity built her a house. And then the movie theater in town felt bad for her and did all these fundraisers to raise money. Insane. That's so much work just to not work. 
Like the yeah. amount of, because I'm assuming that she won. Well, realistically, there was way more that clearly goes into that. It's not just about like the money yeah. and the monetary value she was gaining. It probably has a lot to do with what we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. The like the praise that you get for yeah. raising a child. She got with, attention. You know, special needs. She got a lot flown of out of Hurricane <sighs> Katrina to a location and was all over the news. Imagine Jesus. that kind of fame, and then boom. No thanks. And then her biological dad. No, I mean, this these mental health conditions, especially with Dee Dee, started way before clearly Gypsy yeah. was born because the dad, she lied to the dad about how old she was. <laughs> like the it just Oh yeah, and this I read that she uh, uh supposedly supposedly, I think this is an alleged thing, supposedly poisoned her stepmom with, like, weed killer or something like that. I wouldn't even put it past her. Uh, I mean, I just know, listening to lot. that stuff. The, the the depths people will go to for that kind of attention. That's, yikes. I have mixed feelings. Um, what, So the cause for FDIA, a thousand percent unknown. Yeah. Just no idea. The suggestions are childhood trauma and uh, some kind of current marital issue could be huh. to blame and can trigger this type of reaction and response. He left so her whole, like, when she was pregnant. Mm, yeah, maybe. Because then again, so I don't know. Because potentially it could have been like survival mode in the beginning of like, I got to find a way yeah. to make money. Like, But then it clearly took a life of its own. Right. Do you want to know why it's called Munchausen or why it was called yeah, Munchausen? Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're... so. I'm oh, sorry. Like the whole like the FDIA. I know that's what it's called now, but like that that type of exacerbation. So that was first described in literature in 1951 as like these exaggerated, imposed symptoms, right? Okay. It's where it's like first documented, and so in 1977. A guy named Roy Meadow, he, I don't know if you know this book, but he wrote uh, ABC of Child Protection. It's an old-ass book. No. But, uh, yeah. So he used the term Munchausen and described children whose mothers produced histories of illnesses to their children and who support such histories by fabricated physical signs and symptoms or even altered laboratory tests. So 1977 is when it first is documented. It's called Munchausen. So Baron Munchausen, who was known for exaggerated stories, is a fictional character from the book Baron Munchausen's narrative of his marvelous travels and campaigns in Russia. It's a book I think from like the 1700s. I don't have the <laughs> name. The, the it's an old ass book, so is loosely based on a real person, Baron. Give me a second, Baron Hieronymus Carl Frederick. <laughs> Freer von Stop. Munchausen. That is too I'm long. I'm being so fucking for real. <laughs> I think it's a Russian. I think it's a Russian person. Um, yeah. So like it's like silly goose. It's like a silly goose guy who was in some story, oh my and somebody gosh. was writing. It was like he's a liar. They got you know, it's a liar. Like that good dude from the se- the book from a couple hundred years ago, Munchausen. <laughs> Oh my god! Which is really funny because even like how we spell Munchausen and even how we say it, 
a thousand percent that's not how it's actually pronounced like the the loosely based on this loosely person uh-huh. or whatever i promise it's like munchausen and it's like m u it's it's almost the same it's m u n c h h a u s e n so there's like an extra h i believe mm. but yeah uh baron munchausen's narrative of his marvelous travels and campaigns oh is why gosh. it was called this for so long because of some silly goose. Now I got a very um, paranoid theory that I don't know if you want to hear. I do want to hear it. I'm still in shock about Baron Munchausen. I love and that. his marvelous travels and, his and mam- campaigns in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> that blew my mind already. Now let's hear your theory. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! When I found out that shit, I was like, "What? What?" <laughs> I'm like in shock. Oh my God. That's crazy. I just think it's wild because, yeah, I don't know. That's what we base a oh. whole diagnosis off of is some dude that lied about the his travels. travels in campaigns in Russia. What? Okay. <laughs> because Roy Meadow was like, oh, these dude, ladies remind me of Harry Munchausen. Jeez. <laughs> okay, tell me your theory. Oh my God. Okay. So, my, uh, well, I don't even know if it's like a theory, but. It is a little bit, I think, of some paranoia. So what I think, not to say where we are now, because mm-hmm. clearly we have these issues, that FDIA yeah. is, is clearly very real. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that it is seen as a disorder mm-hmm. and it's in the DSM when it's like basically a crime. Like you're you're harming someone else through fraud yeah. and lies intentionally. Like um, – I mean, trigger warning, but, you know, rape isn't in the DSM mm. and is an intentional harm to someone else. It's very yeah. it's clearly levels above. But I just think it's interesting that it is seen as a mental health disorder versus – and, of course, it's a crime. Some of this is criminal. Mm-hmm. But it's a mental health disorder versus a crime like rape, right? Especially if they're aware. Um, yeah. And – and DSM says they know what they're doing. Mm. So, but when the start of all this, like 50s and in the 70s, when it's like documented, and in 77, Roy Meadows specifically describes children whose mothers produce these histories of illnesses. So it's men writing about women. My first paranoia comes here. Men talking about mother, mm-hmm. these men, these doctors, these psychiatrists, they're talking about women and, and who have imagined these illnesses. Mm-hmm. Now, take a step back because what do we say all the time? We talk about mother's intuition, a woman's intuition. We talk about mm-hmm. that and we, we weigh heavy on that. And there are times when it's proven. You go to the doctor, mm-hmm. a mom takes her kid to the doctor and says like, no, there's something wrong. And a doctor, no, there's not. Mm -hmm. Like, you're being hostile. You're being aggressive. Like, you're making it up. So, I mean, I have some paranoid thoughts on potentially how often we're assigning FDIA. To the wrong person. Because I've I've had those encounters Mm -hmm. when I've gotten told by medical professionals of moms who were unhinged. Hostile, mm-hmm. aggressive, not listening, argumentative, and all these mm-hmm. things. And I've seen the word Munchausen before on paper. 
And then you meet the person and not to say, I mean, I don't want to say I got the wool pulled over my eyes, which is a whole other expression. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are moms who do have very strong connections with kids. And I've had to advocate for family members before Mm -hmm. at hospitals. And no, I get it that you've worked a long shift today, but my dad doesn't usually act like this. Mm -hmm. Like something's wrong. You don't know him like I know him. He shouldn't have slurred speech right now. Like, you know what I mean? There's there's mm-hmm. people, family members know or family members who should know and who are around their children the most in the 50s and 70s, who was taking care of kids in a home? Mm, yeah, women. Moms. Well, I mean, they couldn't have jobs. They weren't allowed to like work. Yeah. So yeah. So who was taking care of kids? Mm-hmm. Either the moms or in the 50s, nannies. And who's getting accused of lying to doctors? Women. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I have never so often, seen a male mm-hmm. in media and in, in any – maybe I just haven't done my research. In my professional experience, I think I've come across Munchausen's by proxy once, twice, and it was real legit, like, happening, and it was a woman. Mm-hmm. And so – Yes. To be – yeah. To be fair, I've, I have also seen FDIA – and it uh, was very real and very criminal. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I've the more I've seen more not than I have more have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What an interesting. Take. So I don't know. I just. I think more I, research I needs thinking. to be done for sure on why that yeah. is. Well, <sighs> and I'd like to know also like who's making the calls too, because yeah. most of the time it's health professionals, obviously. But we're we're still living in a world where, um, you know, statistically, it's way more male doctors True. but more female staff so who's making the calls is it nurses mm. or is it medical doctors like I, I was very curious that would be um, an interesting research project for somebody out there just to be able to track some of that stuff and why is yeah. it that that men aren't really accused of this stuff or maybe i just don't see it maybe i'm ignorant to some of the stuff that's being Reported. Well, I mean that I think that just goes with um society or at least let's say specifically United States. I think that just still goes for who more proportionately is still at home taking care of kids or I mean not really at home anymore because mm-hmm. most house most homes have to be two incomes. So I think it's about who's Caring. taking care of the kids. Yeah. Interesting. And even though we live in a world where, you know, I see a lot of this on my FYP of like a about the the discussion, ongoing discussion of feminism, but um, how a lot of feminists or not feminists, how the some women believe the consequence of feminism um, was now I have to do all of it. Like now Mm. I have to work and I still have to clean, have to cook, have to take care of the kids. Now I just get all of it. I said before, pretend, you know, before, I guess, it was just the home yeah. and the kids. Now I also have to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's a whole, that we should do a, a pot on that. Do, that would be we, an interesting. We should maybe not do one because I might lose my <laughs> shit. But, um, <laughs> but no, I think it's, um, I think it's complicated because just like everything, the foundation lies somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um. And I mean, I'm just very, I'm, I'm curious about it now. Well, this topic is super interesting. 
Mm-hmm. And makes me want to have some marvelous travels and campaigns dude, somewhere. Dude, Munchausen all over the place. <laughs> I That's just the craziest thing I've ever learned today. So if the takeaway from today is where Munchausen even came from, that's crazy. Yeah, a big yeah, exactly. Pretty wild. Pretty mm. wild. So, season 2, any hopes, any mm. goals for the future you want to share with the with the whole pod? I think with the Clinny pod? Just expanding more topics and having different types okay. of professionals on here to talk about their experience with their mental health yeah. and the mm. the the stigma within their place. Like next week we'll have a very special guest talking about some of the struggles that maybe she's seen. So I'm looking forward to a season. What about you? Any hopes, dreams, ambitions? Oh my, I got all the hopes and dreams. (laughs) Um, I, my biggest hope and dream or goal or whatever for this season is, uh, merch. Okay. And you know, I'm a big merch person. I'm wearing my NASW merch right now. I'm a big, I'm a big merch person. So, whether it's stickers or sweatshirts, I'm all about it. So mm-hmm. I think some some merch is what I want to see. For the More goals. to come. All right. Season all right. two, episode one. Bye. That's a wrap. Bye. Bye. And that's a wrap for today's topic. If you want to stay in the loop of anything new and exciting happening with this crazy duo, be sure to follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Clinically Impressed. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to stay connected, stay hydrated, and always practice safe social work.